Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, hi. Hi. Um, this is Michael uh, calling oh. Vanessa. Oh, hi, Michael. Oh, what's... We're... I was just uh, lying around in my robe, killing a pile of ants. Hey, that's what I was doing. There was a <laughs> pile of ants in my living room, and I decided to kill them while just in a robe, nothing else. Just in a robe? Is that hot? Kill them one, kill, kill them one at a time with a knife? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. You're just like, I'm just stabbing, uh, stabbing ants one at a time. Mm, 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 mm. that's fair that's fair so you're are you busy now are you busy with that still no. or did you kill them all um no i have like maybe like 50 left but they can just kind of roam around while we talk <laughs> save them for later or save you know later. or you gotta well, the thing is you always when you kill ants you gotta you gotta leave one alive so it can go back and tell the other ones what happened that shit's going down over here yeah, it's like okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> she's fucking crazy, y'all. She's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'll do that. What did, did you? Um, why? Why are you bothering me? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Vanessa, your robe is wide open. I don't know oh. if <laughs> you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I'm glad. Um, uh, listen, I was calling you, um, mm -hmm. seeing as how it's, um, the season, uh, season of the spookies. Yeah. Um, and I know we recently talked about a newer film and oh, yeah. I thought that like, let's go the opposite direction. Like, let's mm -hmm. talk about like one of the quintessential classic horror movies. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if you had a second to talk about Psycho. Oh yes. I love. I love. I you know, I hadn't seen it. I had never seen it until recently and it's so good. Yeah. It it holds up, but in general, um I feel like I've always enjoyed the word psycho. <laughs> Great word. Problematic? I think in the context you use. Yeah. Because I feel like we're not supposed to say crazy, um, which is that's one of the hard ones for me, because I always use it not in the term of like calling someone crazy, but often I'll well, I, I call myself crazy constantly. Yeah, I use it a lot for myself. I never call anyone psycho unless it's me or you. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think that. Yeah, I think that that's fair. It's just like I don't call a lot of people bitch, but there mm. are a few people that I will call bitch and be like, you know, as term of endearment. But I'm not right. just like bitching people on the street. Yeah, no, this is a good convo to have because I wasn't, I hadn't thought about it, but I guess it is like a short, a shorter word for like psychotic or psychopath or psychopath. Okay. Because I've just been like, Oh, it's a short psycho and, mm. and like, oh, or like psychedelic. Sure. I think it's psychedelic. Psychodelic, because when I do shrooms and I offer people shrooms, I'm like, you want any psychos? <laughs> 
Okay, so now I understand. I'm glad we're having this conversation. I've been using the word wrong. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I understand. I got okay. it. Okay. Well, this um, is why it's good to have friends. That right. Know it's words. like <laughs> you're you're just out here. You're like, oh, I've got to go to the gym for my psycho class, and it's like, no, the cycle. <laughs> it's like. That's exactly what I've been saying. I say I gotta go to psycho class and everyone's been looking at me crazy. <laughs> um oh, yeah. Man. All right, listen, I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go get my little blonde wig and um uh a big knife and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm gonna just um open my robe up a little more and take a I'm shower ready. take okay. a shower <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. um psycho psycho so infamous it, psycho is like psycho is like a movie that we would kind of like I would refer to maybe almost as like a hyper object in the sense that it's like you don't have to have ever seen Psycho but just by being alive you know so much about it oh yeah I mean I always like I knew it referenced since I was a child it was like Jaws too like I hadn't seen Jaws till I was a bit older but I knew Jaws well and a big part of that is both of them have their sort of like classic score Right. And in Psycho, the score is by uh, Bernard Herrmann. This shit, I don't even have to, I don't even have to look shit up about Psycho. Uh, So it's by (laughs) Bernard Herrmann. That score slaps. And it's so, it's like, it's so evocative of like what's going on. Like there's the famous part of like the, Mm -hmm. whenever the shower scene's happening. But my favorite stuff is the driving score. Like the, yeah. uh, yes yeah Yeah. and it's like it's so tense and i think psycho is kind of a perfect movie like it's like everyone is acting their asses off um it's scary despite not a lot happening you know it's like pretty it's mostly conversations yeah and i was impressed by just like yeah the directing the the like scenes the the way the cameras were like like the the shots to me were very impressive like even um when he's like uh when he throws her car into the lake which seems like just a not a lake but like a pile of mud it's not deep enough it's uh (laughs) it is that was like the la brea tar pits or something it's like girl (laughs) but um but yeah that scene was like really long and like i was like oh we're waiting for the whole car to go under okay (laughs) this is the scene (laughs) they they wanted to establish the fuck out of that car yeah um so question off the top because when i watched it i was like oh i need i need to ask michael norman bates would you hit it or not i love anthony perkins um Mm. not my type typically like, because he's like a little twinky, but I think that he is super handsome and like deeply talented. So this was like a weird thing of actually like background on it. So before he did Psycho, he was actually kind of a teen 20s heartthrob. 
and he was always mm. playing like good boy roles and always sort of mm. playing um these like sort of like bashful like archie he was kind of archie you know what i mean like mm-hmm. the sort of bashful and psycho was like a big moment that sort of defined his career but also kind of fucked up his career mm. in a weird way because people couldn't it was such a good he did such an amazing job and the movie became so iconic that he could never not be seen as mm, psycho. The psycho. That's so wild. It's so dumb. Like that actors are like pigeon held by like roles that they do. Cause I'm like, that's their job is to be different. You know? Right. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, there's that weird thing that if you do a certain role that becomes iconic enough in a weird way, you can be trapped there. And it's, it's like, yeah, or yeah, it's like uh, people just want to see you as that one thing. Yeah, it's like Julianne Moore for me. Like, I don't want to see her in a movie where she doesn't cry. Um, <laughs> or that, where she, she's not having a baby. <laughs> I love, oh, nine months. Nine months. Which, I would talk to you about nine months because that is a movie. <laughs> that is a movie. That I don't think anyone talks about ever. And I have seen it a solid 20 times. I feel like it was on TV constantly. I loved Nine Months so hard. That's when I fell in love with Joan Cusack. And I was like, I want to be her. Okay, wait, wait. The funniest. Let's pocket it. And after spooky season, we'll do an episode on Nine Months. Okay, okay. Absolutely. No one one is making a podcast about Nine Months, I swear. (laughs) Anywho, oddly, tie-in, Julianne Moore was in the Mm. Gus Van Sant remake of Psycho. Oh, right. It's her and Anne Heche. Anne Heche plays the Janet Janet Lee role. And then, um, yes, and then uh, uh, Julianne Moore plays the sister role, and I cannot remember the original actress's name. But to be fair, no one one is worried about Marion that much. Don't, uh, I'm worried about not, her now. Or not Marion. What's the sister's name? No, Marion's the main one. Ma- Marion's Janet Lee. Whoever the sister is. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm worried about her. Well, it's funny because, like, I was thinking about it. Like, when this movie came out, if you had no context as I was watching it, and I know the, the movie's called Psycho, and it starts off with the main character, Marion. Mm-hmm. Marion Crane. Yeah. She's all, it's like she's having an affair or something. I don't know. Then she steals money. And I'm like, is she the psycho? What's happening? Sure, it does sort of make it seem like it's like a movie that's just like, hey, isn't this girl crazy? Like, Yeah, like she's bad. Like the whole beginning of the movie, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, she's bad. Um, And then she's the first to go. Also, but, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, yeah. After the boop, 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 it's always spoiler alert. Should right. we have like a spooky season specific boop, 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 boop? Yeah, it should be bones. Oh, rattling. we can just say it's bones. <laughs> I'll try to find, I'll try to find a, a bone, a bone sound, sound, a cue. bone rattling um, or chains, maybe just screams. Just like just constant <laughs> screams. Um, <laughs> So, yes, um, she's having an affair. Well, it's not an affair. It's like, no. it's a 60s version. So he is separated from his wife. Um, Which is a sin. Right. So Sam is separated from his wife. 
and he is sleeping with Marion and it's like illicit because they're not married and mm. but they're not they're like that's the thing of sort of watching it with like a modern like mindset you're like why is this a big deal and then you have to kind of go back and be like okay it was 1959 1960 right it's taboo what's happening yeah yeah because otherwise it would be just getting some strange and it's all good (laughs) yeah you know um but she's so cute i love her haircut Mm -hmm. i like her pointy bra her pointy bra 60s bras Oh yeah, they're pointy and then they have like extra straps. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not taking it off. I'm like, she didn't take that off ever <laughs> during no. the sex. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is even just showing them like in flagrante, mm-hmm. like showing them in uh in bedroom in a bedroom in a hotel together in a bedroom, that was so like sordid and risque. I know because it starts off and they're in the bed and they're kissing and they're in their undies. And I was like, oh, okay, y'all are bad. In the remake, which is really funny, it's like Anne Heche and Vigo Mortensen. The remake's bad, by the way. If you yeah, haven't yeah, seen the yeah. remake, it's bad. Um, With who's the psycho? Vince Vaughn. It's Vince horrible Vaughn. casting. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. It's just so like he bad. is. The whole thing with like Anthony Perkins and Norman Bates is like you're not scared of him. Mm-hmm. And whenever you make the character Vince Vaughn, like Vince Vaughn, when I see Vince Vaughn, I go like, ooh, rapist. You know what I mean? Like 100. immediately, like he he's giving sexual assault is his whole oeuvre. Right. It's and him. like, yeah, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's him. <laughs> and with Anthony Perkins, you're like, you're not. You're like, couldn't hurt a fly. You know, you he's he like he looks like Andrew Dismukes. You know what I mean? He's giving <laughs> now cast the, Andrew Dismukes. Oh, that would be good. That's my fan casting for the 2023 uh SNLs uh in Austin, <laughs> Texas. Oh, Andrew Dismukes playing Norman Bates. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I would see it. he would be good. Yeah, because so that's the, the thing about it where I, I think the great thing about this movie is how you don't know what to expect or you don't know what's coming. It's It right. sets up everything really well and the actors like do that beautifully. Yeah, I mean, I hate to be a person that's sort of like, they don't make them like they used to or whatever. They don't. But there is a version where it's like, if you take away all the clicks and whistles, if you take away all of the shit, like all the bells and whistles, all the things that like mm-hmm. we have today and you were like, all they have is like some camera movements and acting. You know, it's all they've got. We can move the camera around. We they didn't even give this movie color. They had color, but they were trying mm-hmm. to like they were working on a really reduced budget, and so they were like, right. "Fuck it, no color." And we and have just... a little a little party city wig. Make it work. And <laughs> <laughs> you make it work. They said gently throw on this throw on this shake and go and. <laughs> yeah. Um, you make it work it's so good um yeah um what was this oh the risque thing though so in the remake mm-hmm. when it's like that uh Anne Heche and Viggo Mortensen in bed in the hotel like in the other rooms you can p- hear people fucking and no. so they like they take it like a step too far and so they're mm. having that whole conversation and in the background it's like ah ah 
ah, all what? my holes. Yeah, and she and she's like, mm, these these lunch breaks are giving my 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 boss indigestion. But there's just like a full blown porn shooting next door, and I'm like, we don't need all that. We get it. They're in a in a by the hour right. hotel. Like, it's too much. Um, yeah, I I did find it hard to believe that somebody had forty thousand dollars cash back then. Right. In the remake, they make it 400000 Oh, shit. Cash? Cash. Well, I mean, that makes more sense because 40000 for a house now, I was like, that, that's you know, good. That's Let's what my mom bought the house that I grew up in. It was like 40000 at first. <gasps> she's, Wild. She's the 80s. Norman Bates. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of actually the $40,000 moment, I love the lecherous cowboy businessman that's just in the movie for all of two seconds. You love him. He was bad. I know. I know. I love a sleazy oil tycoon <laughs> type character that's just like, hey, little darling. Or like, and he's like talking about his daughter, but she thinks she's like talking to her. And he's like, oh, my sweet little yeah. baby. And she's just like, excuse me. Well, yeah, I was confused by that because he's like, look, this is my girl. She's always happy. You know, I'll keep her happy money. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I feel like that. Yeah, the lines like his whole speech is so easy to remember. It's just like I buy. You know what I do with unhappiness? I buy it off. That's not buying happiness. That's buying off unhappiness. And <laughs> like, sure, I guess. OK. Um, But it is scary to be like, you know, especially if you're you just sold forty thousand dollars cash. If I stole it mm -hmm. and then I went to a motel and I was the only like a uh, person there like he's like oh yeah they're all vacant and i, I would be like i'm gonna keep going <laughs> yeah well i mean she's because like by the time she gets to the base motel she's already like had a whole thing she's been yeah. driving the cops she, stopped she there. stops to fall asleep on the side of the road um she talks to the cops like only a white lady can oh, like 100. she he's like hey and she's like you are wasting my time <laughs> and i was like girl he's got a gun oh my god i know oh my god literally a white woman who stole forty thousand dollars could only speak to a cop that way Absol absolutely she was just like i am a white woman let me go you are ruining my day <laughs> i was out for a drive i fell asleep i have forty thousand dollars i got to go Excuse me, this is America. I can't just drive and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, which I guess is it illegal to sleep in your car on the side of the road? Maybe. I mean, I'm sure people have gotten arrested for that, but not white I've, people. <laughs> I've gotten a I've gotten a ticket for sleeping on the beach. Naked. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, because there's beaches where it's like no camping. And mm -hmm. my 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 thought was I was like, I did not have a tent. I did not have a fire. We had parked near the beach. The van, we were all sleeping in the van. It was on tour. Too hot, mm -hmm. too crowded, too stinky. So I took uh, my towel and a blanket and a pillow and went and just laid on the beach. And when you woke up, did they, did you just have a ticket like in your like waste it was stapled to my forehead uh 
<laughs> like you know I'm a heavy do. sleeper. <laughs> yeah. It was actually no, it was under my it was under my Glasses. eyelid, like my, my windshield wiper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they're not gonna bother you. They're just gonna give you the ticket and go. Yeah, yeah. So she goes, she's driving, she's due to do. Oh, she goes and does the, she's kind of, I love her because she's kind of a bitch to everybody a little bit. And it's like, oh, yeah. She's playing fast and loose. She goes to like trade in her car and he's like, first customer of the day is always trouble. So I'm going to treat you so good, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And she's like, can we not do these shenanigans? Just give me a car. Yeah, she's like, uh, I need different plates. She's telling everyone what she did. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she, well, that is what's kind of nice about Marion Crane is she's not a good criminal. Like, no. she's bad at it. She's bad. Um, which is also where you're like, um, I'm like, are we supposed to not like her? Maybe? I don't know. I mean, I think the thing is, at the end of the day, you do like her. Yeah, because, you're rooting like, for her. Yeah, and like, you know, the sleazy guy comes in and you're like, yeah, steal his fucking money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, fuck him. Um, and I think she's like, she's sassy. She's like, yeah, she's just doing her best. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like that. She like all the men, even the guy she was fucking, she was just like, well, I got to take charge of this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then when she gets to the hotel, um, the guy, uh, Norman, Norman Bates, um he's creepy off the bat but she's nice to him and he's well he's like nice creepy you know what i mean like or actually like no tell me this because this is not my experience when i walk into a place even if i'm non-binary i'm red as boy you know what i mean that's like so i don't have the experience so uh, you living out here woman going to this motel (laughs) when you talk to norman bates you think he's creepy off the bat yeah, I mean, I would just, I mean, I, you know, also my mom messed me up because she watched a lot of Law and Order. So mm. I'm always like, everyone is out to get me. You know, I have the generational trauma of Selena and Yolanda. I'm always like, don't let anyone in. So if I was in a hotel by myself and the guy was like, you know, being like that and like, let's have dinner. I mean, I don't know. If I was hungry, I guess I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's such a thing as being too nice. Yeah. Like, why are you being so nice? What do you want? I mean, I feel like that when I get Airbnbs now, like whenever the host is like, yeah, I'll I'll wait for you. And I'm like, no, don't. I don't want contact. <laughs> Least favorite. I The way I avoid Airbnbs where the person lives on the same property. Oh, yeah. No. Mm-mm. And they're like they're like, yeah, just come on over or I'll I'll let you know. I'll give you the rundown. I was like, I don't want to run down. I don't yeah. wanna I'm just across <laughs> the yard um yeah, with um all of my weapons and keys <laughs> to the place where you're sleeping. Right. Um so if you need anything, um yeah. just wait. So the- I'll be there at 3 a.m. <laughs> um you can ask so me for think- it. That that's the vibe he was giving to me was e- anxious, eager, Airbnb host. Mm, I hear that. Well, and that's the thing is like you mentioned it earlier, and it's like 
can't be overstated that like when this movie came out in 1960 it was not no one knew anything about it and it was also they stipulated that like it was one of the first times where you couldn't enter the theater after the movie had started so they mm-hmm. and hitchcock was like nobody can walk in halfway through nobody oh. blah blah so it had all this air of like mystery around it and it was shocking and yeah. so like i think having the turn Mm-hmm. of it becoming a slasher even though it's called psycho the whole time you're kind of just watching like a, a minor crime film yeah because even the poster is like of the girl and you're like oh is she the psycho yeah maybe she's like a a psycho like obsessed mistress i don't know mm-hmm, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like uh what's that other movie with glenn close Oh, Fatal Attraction? Yeah, maybe that's what I was like. If I had no context, maybe that's what I'm getting into, but it wasn't. No. So she has um, her little sandwich. She has her little meal. We get the, my favorite scene is whenever they're getting to know each other mm-hmm. and they're both just acting the house down boots. So good. So good. It's- I don't think we can have a conversation like that. <laughs> No, they, like nailed it. It's so charged, mm-hmm. but subtle. And then, you know, it goes from casual to sinister mm-hmm. so quickly, and then back again. Um, and there's all these illusions, like all the taxidermy and stuff is, mm. and like the talking about the mom and going into like oh and then then there is the vibe where you're like oh so the mom's crazy the mom's the psycho it's not marion the mom's the psycho got it uh, okay my mom and i've totally been there like i remember when i was in high school and stuff and i'd have friends over i had similar conversations (laughs) where i'm like uh my mom's out there and then she would be like screaming at me or something (laughs) just like i don't want those hussies in my house 100 percent. she'd be like you better not have those putas in there and i'm like i'm so sorry that's what my mom calls my friends putas (laughs) anywho do you want a sandwich we'll eat we'll eat down here in the garage right sorry i'm like but i'm a buddha too don't worry um yeah yeah, and i think that the the house and the hotel become so iconic as well like the house up on the hill with the one if i see one window with a light on upstairs in a house that's totally dark i'm immediately like "Mm, psycho psycho i know that visual so iconic like i can't imagine like the way he kind of you know came about these visuals like, yeah, I don't know who the so art good. direction like I should know, but the art direction and the cinematography, um, that I actually would have to look up. I know the score, but yeah. so good, just all across the board. So let's get to the shower because this is the most iconic scene where people were scared to shower, uh, when this happened. And I think right. like, I think oh oh, what's happening? <laughs> I'm stretching. Oh. You just stood up for a second. I was like, "What? You're leaving." I'm wearing a crop top, also, so you just saw like full tummy. Anywho, yeah. anyway, the shower. So I know it's like cinematic, 
but this shower looks like it's got two different heads because there's water coming straight down and then there's water coming from the side and i'm like this is fancy it's very fancy (laughs) this motel has one of those showers you see in like mansions or on cribs it's like check out my shower i got the psycho version installed yeah because she's getting sprayed from all angles and then at first i'm like she's not even getting wet but there's like two but then she she gets wet she she embraces it Mm -hmm. um and then yeah the iconic you know um have you ever been scared in the shower constantly scared in the shower (laughs) no seriously by a partner Oh, Sam and I scare each other in the shower all the time. But just me being in the shower, I think, and I don't know if this is psycho, but it does feel like one of the most vulnerable. Okay, this is, yeah, one of the most vulnerable places. Oh, yeah. So this is a true thing about me. I wash my face. If I'm washing my face in the sink at night, I do it like I'm a woman walking to her car at night. Like, I... I hate the feeling of that like, you that, that that anyone could come up behind me, and so so you're like I've got my keys in one hand and <laughs> I do it so fast and I'm like <laughs> and then I keep looking up in the mirror and I'm like do you see do you see that you need help <laughs> I. I, I don't know. There's something about the vulnerability of the bathroom to me. Because um, of all the scary movies you watch. Or it's just like, I don't want to die. In the bathroom? I don't want to die in the bathroom. I don't want to die while pooping. I don't want to die in the shower. <laughs> I want... Yeah. I think that's why I wear clothes all the way up until bed. You know what I mean? I'm like... Just to be ready? Yeah. If... <laughs> I would like to die fully clothed. Um, and you shower fully clothed. <laughs> but I often, I'm the shower is so scary. It is, and I, I, I get scared too. I get scared too. When, whenever I'm home alone and I have to shower, I'm always like bugs, and I put the her bed is right by the bathroom door, so I tell her to go to her bed so she can like guard me. So she gets killed first. Yes. <laughs> You're like, she, okay. Yeah. She's not gonna guard me, but just so I know when I come out and I see her head chopped off, I know. All right. Mm, good job. Someone's good job, here. Bugs. <laughs> Someone's here. Mm, you left you left a sign. Go okay. Yeah. But it yeah. is scary to shower when no one's in the house because that, you, that's when people come in. You know what also fucked me up to showers? Final destination. Oh yeah, yeah. In the first That's one, a... where mm-hmm. the guy, and then the whole, all like if <laughs> it's like every literally everything happened. You're like, how, how? But that happens to me all the time in the bathroom because I'll reach for something on the shelf and then it'll knock over the deodorant and then the deodorant will fall on like a pile of like lipsticks that's on the table. (laughs) And then those all go everywhere and it knocks down the face wash that's on the windowsill and like... And it turns on the 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 chainsaw (laughs) that you have in the bathroom and you're like, why do I have that in there? It's like... (laughs) 
Yeah. The bathroom I mean, is the most dangerous room in the house. I think so. <laughs> yes. Um, so we think it's the mom that kills her in the shower. The mom stab, stab, stab. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, damn, this bitch is crazy. Norman comes and he's like, oh no, mom killed somebody. He goes, mother, blood. He cleans it up. And then the movie continues. We see the mom kill someone. Wait, pause real quick. Rewind right before the shower. One of my favorite moments of this movie is Marion has had this conversation with Norman. And she kind of is like thinking, oh, maybe I should bring the money back. Maybe Mm -hmm. this is crazy. I'm being being a psycho. She's She's like, yeah. She goes to the room. right the wrongs. She takes out the money. And then she's <laughs> yes. thinking about the money that she spent on the car. And then it's like a, it's a solid, even number. And then yeah. she can't do head math. She can, <laughs> she, she like writes down $40,000, like minus, minus. 700. Or, <laughs> My, yeah. $40,000 minus $20. <laughs> she can't, she, then she's like, mm, chewing on the end of the pencil. Just, okay. Yeah. Check, yeah, like carrying the one. It's like, girl, that's simple math. And that's what makes you think she's the psycho. Oh, and then she's <laughs> like, you know what? Math is hard. I better go, I better go shower. Yeah. Right. Kids chopped up. We all been there. Oh, yeah. But then the second time the mom kills, we see like we don't just see her silhouette, we see her body, but uh-huh. from the back. Oh, whenever and she's doing is... her cunty walk on like on the she, stairs. She goes. <gasps> she comes out she is strutting she is giving it to that staircase she's and yeah and i was like okay mom but then this is when i noticed and i was like maybe it's a stunt double because i'm like there this is a wig on a person a bad wig. well you know and you know maybe mom's got a cheap wig you know maybe she's like you know experiencing hair thinning happens to a lot of women but you I know, she doesn't it. she doesn't look great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, so then I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking, yeah, there's something, there's something about mom. Mm, <laughs> we, we need to talk about. There's something about mommy. Um But I think I think that's when you start, you're like, I don't know. She's crazy, she's killing people. Well, and I um, love that character. That the second character that gets killed is the private investigator that's looking for Marion, right. and it's Arbogast. His his last name is Arbogast, which is like one of my favorite names. Oh my god! And when he dies, he's like he's all investigating. He has a whole back and forth with Norman. When Norman's eating like candy corn, which is a sign if you're eating candy corn middle of the day, psycho. Um, <laughs> but he has a whole conversation. Goes to investigate the house. Goes up the stairs. Mom comes out, stabs him in the face. In the face, which is like, that's, it's hard to stab somebody. I I can imagine it's hard to stab somebody anywhere, but the face? I I am not a stabber. You know what I mean? I'm (laughs) not, (laughs) I have never stabbed anyone. I think I would struggle. (laughs) I think I would struggle more to stab them in the face because I think it would weird me out. You know what I mean? Stabbing someone in the tummy, I'm just like, I can just be like, ugh, you know, ugh, you know. (laughs) But like I, if I was going, I feel like I would stop. I'd be like starting to step in the face. And I'm like, oh my god, 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 oh my god. Yeah, oh my god yeah, this yeah. is weird. Like, I feel like 
I feel like back is the first place you stab somebody. Ooh, coward. You think I don't even look him in the face, <laughs> Vanessa? Oh my god. No, but that's where the, the, the phrase comes from, stab in the back. Yeah, backstabber. Backstabber. And because it's the easiest, because they're not, you know, they're not anticipating it. And you can just be like, stab, stab, stab. There's a lot of surface area. But second place, yes, tummy, when you want to look them in the eye and then you go, stab, 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 because that's soft. But the face, the face is like, I don't get it. It's like mostly bone. And I think it would freak me out because I would just be like, I don't want to get stabbed in the face. I don't think it would go through the face, would Ugh. it? Ugh. Okay. Ugh, okay. I don't even like it. Moving, I don't, I, yeah. Moving on. Let's flash forward. Oh, wait, real to... quick. One last thing of the, the stair. I love how he does kind of a comedy fall down the stairs. Oh, yeah. Because it's <laughs> yeah. like the, they don't have him fall down the stairs. He does like the whoa, 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 whoa. And like they, the way the camera zooms and it's basically just him walking down the stairs while waving his <laughs> arms or something. That's how you fall, for sure. That's how I, always how I fall. Yeah. Backwards and it's a whole thing. It's He's giving Squidward. It's very Squidward <laughs> moment a little bit. Yeah. It's acting. It's Juilliard. Mm-hmm. Um, but so flash forward to the reveal that the mom because nothing happens for a while. No, nothing happens for a while. Um, but yeah, the next good thing that happens is like, oh, the reveal. Tell me what you what you felt in the reveal of the mom. Um, well, okay, so by the time that Lila, the sister who's looking the for Marion, and Sam, the boyfriend, who, yeah, they get there, there is, like, this big period, because they have other conversations with people, so you're kind of, by the end, you are ready. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. we gotta zip this up. Mm-hmm. We gotta zip this up. Right. So, Lila is down in the basement. She's, like, looking around the house. She's looking for Marion. She goes down in the basement. I would ne- I will never grab a chair that's facing away from me that has someone in it and turn it around <laughs> You're t- so if you come into if it's me if you saw me sitting in a chair mm-hmm. you would be like vanessa okay talk to you later <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i guess you need space right now you wouldn't be you wouldn't turn me around? Absolutely not. If I was Absolute. unresponsive. No, no. Yeah, if you're, I'm sorry, I'm not a first responder. Like, if, if maybe if you were on the ground or something, but if but you're if in a chair facing up. away, and I'm like, and Vanessa, you Vanessa. You would wait for someone else to come home, and then they would be like, Michael, Vanessa's dead in there. And you'd be like, what? no i feel i would i would tell the truth i'd be like listen she was facing away from me in a chair and you know how i don't do that you know (laughs) the cops would question you they'd be like why didn't you check on your friend i said so you know that thing in movies where people turn around a chair and then there's like a corpse or something there i didn't want to do it all right, I'm fragile. So you went and when you saw Vanessa facing in the chair, that was five years ago. And you've I, just left her in that chair. <laughs> just just left her. I said, she needs space. I get it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No. I, I will know. never turn around a chair. 
<laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I mean, if you were standing yeah. in a corner Blair Witch style, you're going to stand in that corner. <laughs> okay, bye. Yes. <laughs> I left you some food in the fridge. <laughs> no, everyone's always like checking on shit. Stop checking on shit. <laughs> You, I feel like you would check on me. I but would, you would know. You wouldn't turn me around, but you would be like, Vanessa, Vanessa, you, stop no, it. Bitch, bitch I, would, I would throw a LaCroix at you. <laughs> I would throw a full LaCroix. Just be yes. like, not your head, I don't, but like at your like, the shoulder. Arm. The yeah. arm. Or, yeah, I would, I, would, I would underhand a LaCroix just to like see if you'd react. And you would be like, Susan, go, go talk to her. Go. Susan, go Susan. see Vanessa. What's she doing? Get a Nerf gun. Just like. Totally weekend at Bernie style. Um, just have shit that you've thrown on me. Okay. So Lila they, turns the chair around. She turns the chair around. It is the mom, but she's dead. Right. She's been dead for a long time. Mm, yes. Yeah, and she's all then, desiccated, mummy looking. Right. And then we find out that the mom has been Norman the whole time, dressing up as the mom. The whole time? The whole the time? The whole time. <laughs> I have to go. We're leaving. I have to go. You have to go now. It's very, there is a is a Mrs. Doubtfireness to it. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> um, And then he comes out and he's like, oh, well, I gotta kill you now, yeah. bitch. Yeah. He's he says help is on the way help is on the way one one opportunity (laughs) yes he has a whole thing because i can't imagine they don't show that part in the movie but i would love to see norman kind of running and like getting in drag and like Mm. be like hold on (laughs) right like because like he's doing a lot of quick changes um I, I yeah. feel like I can only imagine it's like how you would be when we did our sketch shows and you would be, it would be like once the next sketch you're doing full drag and you're like putting on two pantyhose, a bra. It was like a whole thing. And you literally had one line in the sketch, but you were going full. You were like, I need to give woman. Uh, yeah, no, I, well, cause it's like, because it is, it's like, I like to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that Norman, you know, and we can talk about like the weird, complicated psychology of Norman because the sure. stuff, like the multiple personalities thing, like the transvestite thing, like we're past all of that in a way where it's sort of like, there's actually great conversations on different podcasts and whatnot where um, trans writers will talk about the sort of transphobic or the the, the what they're saying about Norman in the end mm-hmm. um, and about whether or not is, is Norman a trans character or not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the argument is like, you know, typically that it's like the character probably is not. Like, right. right. But there is, like, you can make the argument that there is an element of this sort of like shifting of identities or like Norman doesn't feel comfortable as Norman. Norman doesn't feel comfortable as Norma. You know, Norman is not, it it is not a gender issue for Norman. He is dealing with something else. Right. And that, I mean, I didn't take it that way. I was just like, Oh, it was more of a, like, so you don't think that it's him, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and he's, he can just pin it on the mom and I'm like, 
that's genius yeah i mean i don't even know i think it's like you know it's not as thought out as all of that you know what i mean it's like however his psychosis is activating or yeah like his brain's telling him it's his mom but it's him right right or he couldn't deal with the fact that he killed his mother or her, her mother killed herself or blah 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 and so but like the psychology is all off but it is a very fun reveal in the moment um mm. and have you ever seen psycho 2 no i didn't know there was a psycho 2 they made it in the 80s anthony oh. perkins is in it it's oh. actually really good and oh. it sort of deals with a norman after he's gotten out of um been rehabilitated and gotten out of being out of into institutionalization Mm. and him trying to kind of course correct but various things are making it hard for him and it's actually Mm. sort of like an interesting look at like what uh, what the odds are for people that like the odds that are stacked up against people that have left incarceration sometimes are left Institution, mm-hmm. institutionalization and like in a society that doesn't isn't kind to people mm. and it's sort of the idea of it's like is norman still dealing with this craziness or is the world making him crazy because you know mm. they won't yeah it's wow. good That's three and awesome. four aren't great three and four aren't great but two is good well i'll check that one out but yeah i i just thought like I, I think for the time, like the whole twist and the plot and stuff, like I'm just like, for its time, the whole, it was just so well done, the twists and the turns. Like, because we didn't see that coming. Like, we didn't know that it, it was going to be him the whole time. Like, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's you really know? fun to and like imagine. Like, yeah. Just like, and then you're like, oh no, what happens? Um, it, yeah, and and yeah, the layer of it all. Because I think that's what the movie leaves you. It doesn't tell you that. It doesn't like give you all those answers, but it leaves you like thinking of like, yeah, what was going on? Why did he do this? Why was it? And like you can, the audience gets to fill in those blanks or whatever it, it means to you. Right, because they do have the psychologist at the end sort of doing a thing, but to a degree you're kind of like, meh, I'm toning you out. Like, why are we having this yeah. conversation at the end? I'm still, like, trying to process all of this stuff. Um, right. And I do like that at the very end, we're zooming in on Norman sitting in his cell mm-hmm. being held, and he's got, like, Norma voice in his head, and mm-hmm. she's like, how could they think it's this little old lady? Uh, and like that's I identified with that because I do always have my mom in my head sort mm-hmm. of like um, refusing responsibility. Uh, my mom yes. is always in my head being like, I'm just a mom. No, <laughs> don't blame me. Yes. I mean, I think it's more about mom trauma. Just like how did you see Bo is afraid? It's kind of very that. The last hour of Bo's Afraid is so gobbledygook ridiculous. Um, Like, for real. Oh. Oh. I think moral of the story for Psycho is moms are bad. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of movies that, like, there's more movies, I think, that deal with mommy trauma than daddy trauma. Oh, yeah. 
100%. And I, I wonder I why for- that is. I forget, like, I think we're definitely harder on moms than we mm. are on dads. Like, moms get blamed for everything. And dads, I, I forget who, I saw a comic do a joke about this once of, like, Mo- like your mom could be like nice jacket and you're like well what about my other fucking jackets mom and then like meanwhile your dad is like sorry I didn't go to your birthday I didn't want to go and you're like it's okay dad <laughs> dad's gotta love it no there is a weird way because there's that thing that um sort of like in a lot of narratives the worst thing that a mother can do is be like harmful to her child or not love her child and it's like, oh, and the, the people of the postpartum are stigmatized for not immediately like being in right. love with their baby or like being able to show it. But dads, it's like they're always like, just give them a chance, give them a second chance, give them a third chance, <laughs> give them a fourth chance. I feel like if your dad, if a dad is like super loving, it's like, what's wrong with him? Oh, (laughs) a good dad, a good dad that shows up and does all the right things is so weird. No, (laughs) no, it is. It's very Norman Bates. I'm like, who'd you kill? Right, exactly. But a mom, it's like, yeah, I feel like moms definitely get get a bad rap. My mom always gets a weird thing because she doesn't like hugging. And people are always like, why does your mom not want to hug me? And I'm like, She's she doesn't know you. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She doesn't want to hug me that much either. Yeah, I think there's always like a standard of it. And I, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I want to, I want to, is there a psycho? I haven't seen any of them until recently, but is there a psycho that we see the mom's point of view? A prequel? There's the TV show. Oh. There's a TV that's... show called Bates Motel with Freddie Highmore and Patricia Clarkson, I want to say. Is that? No. Vera. Vera. Janicean. No. No, she's in the Misery prequel. Misery. Uh, oh. Um, yeah, she's in the Castle Rock Misery prequel. Bates Motel. It's I Vera heard that Fromaja. Vera Farmiga, Farmaja, and Freddie Highmore. And only the fifth season, it's five seasons, and the fifth season is, like, leading up directly to Psycho. And in that one, you know who plays Marion Crane? Who? Rihanna. No. Mm. In the show? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, so um but that one it's like all like he's like a teenager Mm. and you go through all the stuff and then yeah that's fun yeah it's supposed to be really good i've only seen like five or six episodes but i hear it gets really good um well it was definitely a good watch i definitely now i want to rewatch it because i've only seen it the one time and i feel like this is a good movie to watch a lot of times you should absolutely watch Psycho 2 also, because I'm sure it's okay. on one of the streaming services. And actually, like, if you've watched Psycho recently, it's kind of fun to go right into it because it didn't come out for 20 more years. Oh. But if you watch them back to back, you are kind of being like, okay, this guy went to prison for a while or went to a psychiatric institution. Mm-hmm. What's going on with Norman Bates now? And because you already know, it focuses way more on him. It's like mm. more more about him. Because in this movie, he's like, in a weird way, a side character, kind of, because it's about the other characters and the investigation and the mystery. In Psycho 2, it's a character character study of Norman Bates. Gotcha. 
Okay, I'll get on. I'll get on the homework. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right on top of that rose. I'm right on top of that rose. Um, but yeah, and also I want to see the the remake with Vince Vaughn just because I remember how bad it that that was. I, I put it on this morning, and I was just like, "This is bad. It's so bad." I will, but you know, you like to rewatch bad movies too. Um, the only people I think that are good in it really for me is like, because Anne Heche isn't quite doing it for me. Um, Vince Vaughn is definitely not. Um, I think that Julianne Moore is kind of fun. Um, and, um, William H. Macy plays the investigator in it. And I think he's fun. He's a good investigator. Yeah. Love, I love some William H. Macy love. I just love Julianne Moore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's crying. Oh, she's so my favorite thing. I like this is my I Google this all the time. The scene in Magnolia when she has the breakdown at the (laughs) pharmacy and she's like, I bring you these things. I bring you and you call me lady, you motherfucker. You you (laughs) you've sent me that scene via text. And Uh, that is that is your whole energy. You call me lady. shame on you yes Uh, that is uh, you that scene that scene that scene is is like it's very church-like for me yeah you call me lady Uh, that's like your audition piece for everything (laughs) even if it's commercials or (laughs) like it's like a Whatever role it is, you're like, I'm going to do this monologue. I brought my own. Yeah. I'll be reading for the part of Expectant Father, and I'll be doing this monologue from Magnolia. You call me lady? Yeah. I'm going wa- to watch it right after I get off the phone with you. Uh, okay. Well, I won't hold you up. I got to go. These ants have multiplied. So. Oh, okay. I completely forgot about them. Yeah. Well, there, there's so many. There are it's bad there i can't see the (laughs) i can't see the floor anymore so okay all right well have fun with your aunts i love you goodbye goodbye i say i gotta go to psycho class and everyone's been looking at me crazy